Hello and welcome to the Jesus Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Lena Elsayed Lee. The goal of the Jesus Witch Podcast is not to be evangelical or theological, but to simply discuss the ways to incorporate Jesus into your witchery practice that shines a light on his truth, his love, and his message of oneness. I drop new episodes of the Jesus Witch Podcast every single Monday, so don't forget to subscribe to the show and also rate and review us on your favorite podcasting app. Hello, friend. I have a couple of announcements or a couple of pieces of church news, if you will, (laughs) to share with you before we start our show today. So let's get through these really quick so we can begin this week's episode. Firstly, I want to thank you guys for over 80 weekly listeners of the Jesus Witch podcast. This podcast has not even been running for a month, so the fact that we almost have 100 people listening to this show every single week absolutely blows my mind. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Not only do we almost have 100 listeners each week, but the podcast is officially international. We have listeners in the United States, Canada, Mexico, France, Germany, the United Kingdom, and Norway. I cannot believe that people outside of my little bubble in the United States are listening to my voice right now. So if you're one of our international listeners, hello. Thank you so much for listening to this show. And like, my mind is blown. I am, my mind is like so blown. I have no words. The good news about the Jesus Witch podcast doesn't stop there. I want to give a huge shout out to Cassandra for being the first person to donate to the Buy a Microphone Fund. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for contributing to this show and believing in this show and I truly appreciate you. Because of Cassandra, we are only $50 away from getting a brand new microphone for this podcast so that the episodes sound a little bit better for your ears. If you would like to donate to our microphone fund and help this podcast sound better, just visit paypal.me slash the Jesus Witch Podcast, but the link for that will be in the show notes page. And in the show notes page, you'll find a couple of new links. So first new link that you'll find there is the link for the Jesus Witch Church Discord community. I noticed that Jesus witches and people looking to explore spirituality through a different lens while also working with Jesus didn't have a safe space to talk online, so I decided to create a Discord community for us. Our server already has over 30 members. It's 100% free to join. We're currently doing a Bible study in there through the Bible app, like the YouVersion Bible app, and it's so much fun. So if you want to join that and come hang out with some fellow Jesus-minded or Christian-minded witches, click the link, click the Discord link that's in the show notes page. The other two new links that are in the show notes page are one, my Amazon storefront. So if you are looking for some cool witchy tools to grab off of Amazon, I have some of my favorite stuff listed out for you and I make a little commission off of that to help run this show. And then a few people have reached out and asked if I have an Amazon wish list. So I created one and I will throw the link for that in the show notes page as well if you want to buy a little something to assist my practice and help me teach others. Now that we're done with the church news, let's jump into this week's episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast. Hello, friend, and welcome to this week's episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast. As it said in the intro, I'm your host, Lena Elsia Lee. You can find me on Instagram at Lena the Jesus Witch, or you can find the podcast's Instagram, which is just the Jesus Witch Pod, or, 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 or you can come and hang out with me on TikTok, which is also Lena the Jesus Witch, and I'm assuming most of you listening are coming from TikTok. Since the last time I actually sat down and recorded an episode, I have been doing a lot of TikTok videos and I had one that went like, I guess viral. (laughs) 
It's still really challenging for me to say that I had a video go viral, but anyway, it got like 83,000 views or something like that, and in like 24 hours, I got 2,000 followers from TikTok, and the podcast started to get a lot of listeners after that as well, so I'm assuming most of you are from TikTok, that crazy clock app, so hello TikTok friends, welcome, TikTok's absolutely blowing my mind, I, I there's nothing I can say there, we have over 4,000 friends on TikTok right now and it's just like so 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 cool so if you're following me on TikToks thank you so much um my goal is to get to 10,000 followers on TikTok before my birthday and my birthday is in May and we're almost halfway there so I'm pretty confident that we're going to reach that goal but um I'm just so excited about TikTok it has been an awesome experience um so thank you so much for following me on there thank you for making it such an awesome experience um but anyway Anyway, enough gushing over TikTok. Another cool thing that's happened since the last time I recorded an episode was I started a Discord server for people looking to connect with other people who identify as Christian witches or Jesus witches or just exploring a more spiritually path with Jesus in their corner kind of thing. Our Discord community is really active and we have over 30 members, almost 40 now, in the chat where we all just talk about different things. We have places to talk about tarot spreads. We have prayer requests. We're doing a Bible study together currently, talking all about prayer and how to really connect with God using our words. And it's been so insightful so far. And it's been really awesome being able to go on the app every single day, the Bible app, and like read what other people are thinking about these things that we're reading together and how we're all using them in our own spiritual processes. It's really cool. So if you're a witchy or spiritual person who also likes Jesus, right, and reading the Bible and using the Bible as a spell book come hang out with us in the discord community the link for that will be in the bio so now let's jump into this week's episode today we are going to be talking all about the fool tarot card in each season i want to do at least one episode on a major arcana card and talk about how it relates to christ and how us as christian witches can look at these cards and be able to connect them with our faith there's actually a book all about using the Rider Wade tarot deck and the Bible, right? It's really, really cool. It's called Signs and Wonder Christian Tarot. I could only find it on the Kindle app. It was only like three or four dollars, but I put a link to it in the show notes page so you could check it out if you want to. And I highly recommend this book. A lot of the points that I'm going to be bringing up today are from this book. Basically, I'm going to be reading a few of my favorite quotes and then giving you my own interpretation of them and how I use the Fool card. The Fool just so happens to be my like favorite card in the tarot. Um, I use it in my practice quite often and like I have the Light Seers tarot deck. So with that tarot deck they recommend that you choose a card that's your light card like who you aspire to be and then one that's your shadow card. And your shadow card is the more darker hard parts of yourself to cope with. But my light card, the person that I, in the tarot deck, the card in the tarot deck, I should say, <laughs> that I aspire to be like is the fool. Because I really love the fool's optimistic energy, how the fool's up for everything and anything, and how the fool really just is all about self-discovery and starting a new journey and just trusting the path that you're on. 
Another really awesome resource for tarot is just a book called Tarot by Tina Gong. And it's not specifically like Christian witch related, but I find it lays out the cards in a very personal manner. And it's very easy to connect with that this specific book and the way that it describes the cards and the way to describe their meanings. And it makes my readings of my own cards and how I'm reading them for myself or for others um, a little bit more insightful, if that makes sense. So I also left the link for this book, Tarot by Tina Gong, in the show notes page just so you could check it out it's a really great book I absolutely absolutely love it and I highly recommend grabbing it if you are looking for some sort of um, resource to help you read tarot cards better so first let's talk about a couple of basic pieces of information associated with the fool card so firstly the fool is represented by the number zero and it's ruled by the planet of uranus uranus is the planet of change rebellion social movements this card sets you up with for a radical change or a new way of thinking or just a new way of life in general today we're going to be specifically talking about the rider wade um rider weight wade I don't know how to say that. Anyway, that specific deck, um, the full card from there. And if you don't have a Rider Waite deck and you want one of those, I also have a link for that specific deck um, in the show notes page that you could check them out and grab them for yourself because these are the cards that are specifically mentioned in the Signs and Wonders book, which is the Christian Tarot book. But anyway, the Rider Waite Fool card has all of the four elements represented within the artwork of the card. Firstly, Earth is represented by the cliff, Water is represented by the snow and the ice that's surrounding him. Air is represented because he's standing so high up on the cliff that he's like literally all up in the air. And then, then we have fire being represented by the sun. You may also notice that on the robe that the fool is wearing, there are 12 little starbursts on there, like little explosions. Um, so these are representing the 12 zodiac signs, the 12 tribes of Israel, the 12 months of the year, the 12 disciples of Christ, the 12 gates of the holy city in heaven. Um, and 12 is the number that represents manifestation in creation within the Bible. One thing I really like about the Signs and Wonders book for Christian tarot is it has a verse associated with every single one of the major arcana cards this this book only talks about the major arcana cards so um there's a verse associated with each of them and for the fool the verse is job 38 4 which states where were you when i laid the earth's foundation tell me if you understand and now a quick break to talk about a few ways that you can help to support our show. I absolutely love Christian witchery, reading the Bible through open eyes and connecting to Christ on a more metaphysical level. My passion for him and sharing his truth is a huge reason why I started this podcast. But if this podcast isn't enough, your soul is hungry for more and you want to dive deeper into your craft with Christ, I offer Christian witch coaching sessions so that I can help you on your journey to Christ. During our sessions together, I help you to create biblically based spells, deconstruct parts of the Bible, and search for Christ's truth that he is speaking directly to you. I charge $45 for 30 minutes or $80 for 60 minutes with discounts when you book in bulk. Click the link in the show notes page to learn more about this service. Another service that I offer is birth chart readings. I absolutely love astrology. I love helping people dive into their chart and work with planetary placements that may be a little bit more challenging for them and learn how to step into the best version of yourself with guidance from the stars. A birth chart reading with me is done over Zoom and it includes affirmations for each one of the planetary placements that we discuss and suggestions to help you work with them. Oily Happy Mail, intuitively created based on your birth chart, 
personalized notes about your specific birth chart and an option to receive a recording of the call. I also offer astro parenting coaching calls to help you understand your kiddo's birth chart, where we discuss ways for you to connect with your child on a soul level and how to set them up for success based on their planetary placements. To learn more about the readings that I offer and pricings for each, click the link in the show notes page. In my personal witchery practice, essential oils are the main tool that I use for my spell work. I specifically use Young Living Essential Oils because of their seed-to-seed promise. This promise ensures to me that the oils that I'm getting are not only pure, but sourced in a way that protects the earth and keeps the energetic frequency of the oils high. Another really awesome thing about Young Living is the community that we've created through oils. Our Young Living tribe is called the Sun and Moon Oily Co. Co in this name stands for community because we're all about creating community with like-minded souls looking to better themselves and deepen their journeys into spirituality. Each month, our community hosts a full moon circle, a new moon circle, classes over Zoom and through text message to help you learn unique and different ways to use your oils. As a member of the Sun and Moon Oily Co., you also get access to whenever we do exclusive classes or Zoom calls that are meant for our community specifically. If the Sun and Moon Oily Co. sounds like a community that you want to be a part of, click the MyYL link in the show notes page to check out some of my favorite oils or there's also a link in the show notes page to book a free 10-minute consultation with me to discuss your specific needs so I can create a custom oil blend just for you. Speaking of essential oils, I also offer pre-made and pre-charged spell oil blends for you to work into your magic practice over on the Sun and Moon Oily Co. shop. Click the link in our show notes page to check that out as well. Last but not least, you can always contribute to our show by making a one-time donation over on paypal.me slash the Jesus Witch Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and now let's get back to our show this first reminds me of a really awesome song by ghost ship it's called where were you and it's literally based off of that verse so i put that one in the show notes page as well because i think it's a really good song to sort of like emulate the fool's energy of like wonder and curiosity and like simply going on a discovery mission to learn God's heart more and what God has in store for you a little bit more. And I think that's a lot of what the energy of the fool card represents, especially when you're working with it in the context of Christian tarot. So each of the major arcana cards are associated with a Hebrew letter and the fool is associated with the Hebrew letter I believe it's pronounced Elf or Alfe. Um, I'm probably 100% wrong on that. But in Hebrew, this letter would be similar to an English A. And where the A makes like an ah or A sound, right? In Hebrew, this letter, this Alfe letter, um, is completely silent. It doesn't have um, a sound to it. They have other vowels that make the sound ah. But this specific letter, the one that the fool is associated with, is completely silent. The way that Signs and Wonders describes it as is that Aleph, which that's how you pronounce it. I Google translated it halfway through talking about this. But anyway, that Aleph is the moment of hesitation before one actually speaks. This is the moment of silence before the dawn of creation. It is the calm before the storm. Which if you think about the fool card, this makes a lot of sense, right? The fool 
school is usually looking out on a path, looking out on their journey, the journey that they're about to take, right? The journey through the tarot cards is called the fool's journey. We're watching how the fool is reacting to different aspects of their environment. And this is the start of that. This is when the fool actually decides, I'm ready. I'm going to leap in and I'm going to take this journey and I'm going to plunge into it and I'm going to grow myself and my mind. Another really interesting thing that Signs and Wonders brings up is the name of God, which most people know the the name of God to be Yahweh, which is Yad He Ve He in Hebrew, right? But in Exodus 13, 14, the verse that says, I am what I am, right, in Hebrew is more closely translated to, I will be what I will be. So for that, the way that you would spell that in Hebrew would be Aleph, He, Yad, He. So this would be a more hidden name of God, right? One that not many people have access to because unless you read Signs and Wonders or heard this somewhere else or actually spoke Hebrew and, were able, and was able to read Exodus in the original Hebrew text, you wouldn't see that God could be called, I will be what I will be. I could not find, I could not find a single translation of our English Bible that has Exodus 13, 14, written in this specific way, which is supposedly the way that the Hebrew words write it. So this is something else that gives us a little bit more of a clue to what the Fool card represents and what it is, because this, I will be what I will be, is the hidden name of God, the more hidden nature of him. Another thing about the Fool that I think is so beautiful to ponder is just like the Fool represents the journey that we're about to take as people, right? The journey of self-discovery, the path that we are taking to fulfill God's mission for our life. As much as the Fool is us, it is also God before he set the foundations of the universe. Here's a quote that I really like from the Signs and Wonders book about this specific like time of God before he actually created the universe. So it says, here we see God just before he takes his fall from pure infinite potential into commitment because creation is a commitment. Whether it's writing or painting or a piece of music, it is a commitment to a particular action. It is the voluntarily limiting of ourselves. In that respect, as God creates and delves into creation, he voluntarily limits himself. I thought that was so interesting and I've never looked at God in that way before. When he creates on earth or when he decides to create on other planets, if you believe in like alien societies and civilizations and all that kind of stuff. And if you do, can we please talk about it? Because I'd like to learn more about aliens. So like send me an Instagram DM or send me a TikTok DM or like whatever. Or join the Discord group. Do that. Join the Discord group and then be like, hey, Lena, I want to talk about aliens. And we will set up a whole channel just to talk about aliens. Okay. I just want to learn more about that because like, right, so this goes along with it, okay? So if you believe that God's creation power is infinite, then why would he limit himself to only creating humans? And here, this is where we have the great debate of how God limits himself, right? So within the realm of earth, there are only like specific things that can be done. You know, like you're not going to make a dog with wings. That's kind of the way that God is limiting himself. He's not creating these like, weird hybrid you know what I'm saying like you don't see like weird things on earth or like things that you would see on another planet we see earthly things and in that way God is limiting his creation here 
to earthly things, right? But if he was creating aliens, he could do so many other things there that might be normal. But if an alien came down to Earth and looked at our creation, it could be completely different. So, I mean, that was like a tangent, but it was relevant. But, right, that kind of fits into how God chose. He chose to limit himself. He chose to limit himself in order to create you and to create me so that we can be souls on this planet having a different kind of experience, a physical experience, and seeing what the physicality of his creation could manifest into, right? But God's creating power here on earth is infinite. He can keep creating people. He can keep creating new species of animals. There are definitely things that we have not discovered yet on earth, and I would even argue that to this day God is continuously creating new things he's constantly again creating new people creating new ways for humans to express culture and emotion and live in this world you know and I truly believe that we are all currently co-creating with God in order to make this earth this like flawed low vibrational earth match something in heaven I think that part of our mission is to try to make you know, on earth as it is in heaven, right? To me, creating with God means that we are pouring loving energy out into the world, that we are constantly sending a high vibrational energy. That doesn't mean that we're always happy. That doesn't mean that we're always perfect. That doesn't mean that we're flawless humans, right? That just means that we are putting our best foot forward as much as we possibly can in order to like bring glory to God. And we are being kind humans and we are being giving humans and we are being forgiving humans because that is who God calls us to be. That is who Jesus calls us to be. And in that way, we are co-creating with God. We are creating with him infinite possibilities, infinite possibilities for love and joy and happiness and raising the vibration of earth so it does become closer to heaven. Here's another quote from Signs and Wonders that kind of relates to that that I want to just read to you really quick. To summarize, Ben, the fool is infinite, God before he creates. The fool contains infinite potential. The fool, as the number zero, will add himself to us completely and unobtrusively. If we simply ask God to come along with us, he will do so and allow us to retain our own free will. But if we seek to become married to the divine Godhead, then we will find our individual personality becomes lost and all that remains is God living in us. So here's the practical way that I apply that, right? If you ask God or you ask Jesus, you say, hey, I want to walk on a path with you. Can you please come with me? He will say yes every single time. He will walk with you through whatever valley, whatever mountain, whatever thing that you need him to walk with you through. But he will only come and take over your life and take over your personality and take over you when you specifically ask him to. And a relationship with God is consenting and you can pull away that consent whenever you want to. He is there for you to take and take and take and give your love to him and give your kindness to him and give kindness and love to others as much as you possibly can. But if at any time you want him to pull back, he will. I honestly don't see how you would want him to pull back if you're working with him in an authentic and genuine way but if you really do he's not gonna like hound you he's not going to like argue with you he will stop doing that work in you but he will never ever leave you alone and when I say you're asking God to come and control your life and take over your personality I'm basically saying that you're asking God to go on a self-development journey with you and a personal development journey with you right so I have asked Jesus I have asked God 
to come in and take control of my life and allow me to walk the path that he wants me to walk on and that I want to do whatever I possibly can in this lifetime to serve him and to become more like him. So the further and further I get into my faith, the more of me disappears and the more God is replaced with that. And I don't mean I'm losing my personality because I will always be Lena, right? But the bitterness that I hold, that's going away. The angry person that reacts to everything with yelling, that's going away. The person who can't forgive and holds a grudge for years upon years upon years, that's going away. The person who doesn't feel like they can give to others, that they can be charitable because, you know, bills are hard to make and, you know, I need to get this and I want to get this for the boys and I need this, that, and the third. So I have to hoard all of my money and everything that I have for myself, right? Hoard all of my goods. That's going away. I'm becoming a more giving person. I'm and joyfully giving too. It's not like I'm giving to charity out of like just because I know I have to give to charity to please God's heart. I'm doing it because I genuinely want to and because I genuinely want to make a difference in this earth, on this earth, in Jesus' name. I specifically want people to know that is not me. This is not because I'm a good person. It is because I'm following Christ and I want him to transform me into a good person. It is losing yourself to gain yourself. It is losing the negativity and the things that this earth tries to put into you to bog you down in order to become more Christ-like and usher in heaven here on earth. In Signs and Wonder, they also bring up the verse Galatians 22, which says, It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. This is how we practically use the fool. I love this verse for the fool and when specifically looking at the fool as our relationship with Christ, right? For me, this is the goal. I want to see less and less of the jealous, the bitter, the argumentative, the angry, the, you know, like annoying Lena. And I want to see more of the loving, the joyful, the peaceful, the giving, the unifying, the oneness-centered Lena. And that is who Christ is. So I love using the fool. I love using the fool in spell work. I'll use it to help me gain clarity when I'm doing a spell or if I'm doing a spell to like help me to make sure that I'm staying on the path that God has put out for me, I will charge that spell using the fool card. And when I personally use tarot cards, if I get the fool, like if I pull it out, I know that Jesus is the one talking to me through the cards. Like he is the one saying, hey, you know, get back on your path. Like let's become more involved in oneness and let's look at, look at how we can bring wonder into the situation. Look how we can bring a new beginning into this situation and I think that's a lot of what the fool means especially especially when you're looking at it through a Christian lens but you really need to read the book Signs and Wonder Christian Tarot to fully understand the fool through a Christian lens. I hope this episode helped you gain perspective on the Fool card and helps you in your own personal tarot readings. As I said before, I'm going to be doing a major arcana card in each season and doing a deep dive on it and what the card specifically means through a more Christian, Jesus witchy tarot kind of lens. So if you have a specific card from the major arcana that you want me to talk about next season, let me know on Instagram or on TikTok. I would love your feedback. Or no, even better, come and join the Jesus 
Jesus Witch Discord group. I liked, I call the Jesus Witch Discord group. I called that server the Jesus Witch Church because for now, that is our church. One day, I am manifesting this, but one day we will have a physical place for Jesus Witches to fellowship in. But for now, our Discord server is our little mini church. So come join that and let me know what tarot card from the Major Arcana you want me to do next season. If you want to follow me, your host, Lena, on Instagram or on TikTok, my username is Lena the Jesus Witch. Or if you want to follow the podcast's Instagram page, that is just simply the Jesus Witch Pod. And there are several ways to help support the show in the show notes page. I would truly, truly, truly appreciate it if you could donate to this show if you are liking it so far. I have a PayPal link. It's just paypal.me slash the Jesus Witch Podcast. And I would really appreciate if you donate to that link because we are only $50 away from gaining a microphone for next season. I would love for us to have a legit microphone before I start recording season two. And I'm going to be starting recording season two within the next few weeks. Like before the end of February, I will have at least half of season two started. So if you love this podcast and you're loving the information and you're learning a lot from it and you want it to sound just a little bit better, head over to paypal.me slash the Jesus with podcast and donate whatever you can. We are so close to hitting our goal. Like I can taste it I can taste the metallicness of a real microphone (laughs) I don't know what that was I'm gonna leave that in so you realize how weird I am anyway there's a link for the PayPal page in the show notes page there's also oh my gosh I forgot to mention this in the beginning but my Etsy store the sun and moon oily co is finally launched we've already had two people order spell oils from there and I'm so 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 excited about that we launched it on February 1st and the spells that you can get in the sun and moon oily co are all bible-based spells to help you connect further with Christ and just nurture your relationship with him and activate your spells a little bit more give them a little boosty boost so if you want to check that out go ahead and do that as well I would really appreciate if you checked out the Etsy page I'm in favor of the shop and like all that stuff and uh, yeah there's a bunch of other ways that you could support this podcast you could join our young living community you could buy from our Amazon storefront you could send me a little gift from Amazon there's just so many ways to support this podcast and help it continue on going and I would just really appreciate if you helped support it because I love this show and I would love to see it go a lot of places and one of the places I would like to see it go is with a legit microphone. (laughs) So now let's do our verse of the week. So this verse comes out of our Bible plan that we've been doing in the Jesus Church. We have uh, the Bible app, the right, the version Bible app. There's Bible plans on it and you can do these Bible plans with friends. So we are all doing a Bible plan together and it's been so awesome and this verse is from what I read from the Bible plan today. It is 2 Corinthians 10, which says, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ. This verse is incredibly, incredibly powerful. If you are somebody like me who struggles with negative thought patterns, I repeat this verse almost on a daily basis because like, When you're thinking negatively, you're not taking those thoughts captive to Christ. And I understand like mental illness is a thing, right? Some people really suffer from depression or self-deprecating disorder or things of that nature. But 
we do have control over the records that we play in our head. And if you're constantly saying to yourself, I'm stupid, I'm lazy, I'm horrible, I'm this, I'm that, I'm the third, you're going to start to believe it. And that's not Christ-like. That's not a godly way to talk about you. God loves you so freaking much. So the only way he'd talk to you, the only way he'd describe you is in loving terms. So taking those thoughts and saying like, you know, I have motivation to do everything that I want to do. Or saying like, I am made fearfully and wonderfully. God knew exactly what he was doing when he made me. Just speaking positive affirmations into yourself. And I know it's not going to cure anything. I am a realistic person. Like remember episode one, I literally left my cult because I wanted to go to therapy. Um, so I understand how challenging mental health can be. But step one of improving your mental health or you know, seeing yourself in a new light is talking to yourself differently. And in doing that, you are taking your thoughts captive to Christ and you're doing something that's honoring him. So I hope you liked that verse. I hope you liked this week's episode and I will see you next week. We're going to be doing an episode all about challenging planetary placements and how to work with them in your birth chart. Um, and then the week following will be our last episode of season one. And we're going to be talking all about faith over fear, which is just a conversation. It's going to be a more candid conversation but I think something that we need to have so I can't wait for that but anyway thank you so much for the support on this podcast so far and I will see you next week bye